RadioMD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. The general goal in breast conservation surgery is to remove all detectable cancer cells. And of the estimated 174,000 women who have breast conservation surgery each year, approximately 30% may require repeat surgery because not all the cancer cells are completely removed during the first procedure. My guest today is Dr. Pat Whitworth. He's a breast surgical oncologist and director of the Nashville Breast Center. Welcome to the show, Dr. Whitworth. So first, what's going on in breast conservation surgery right now? What are you seeing most often? Well, a couple of things are happening. Uh, One part is just getting the message out there to women that the outcome, the survival, the long-term cure rate is the same whether you have lumpectomy, also called breast conservation, or mastectomy. So that's part of what's going on. And then there's a lot of work going on to make that lumpectomy procedure, that breast conservation procedure, optimal as it can be. In other words, you don't want to remove tissue that's healthy that doesn't need to be removed. You do want to remove the abnormal tissue and a little rim of normal tissue around that. So a lot of what we're doing is trying to make that targeting better. So we target the tissue that needs to come out but not the healthy tissue that doesn't. So, so tell us about this option for tumor localization and for targeting that tissue that does need to come out and what's going on. Well, the background here is something that was kind of interesting to me when I was in training many years ago. Mammography had just come out, and I can remember one of the surgeons coming in the surgeon's lounge and saying, you know, there's this abnormality on the mammogram. I don't know how to take it out. And the solution to that ultimately turned out to be something we call wire localization. The patient will have a little guide wire placed by the radiologist in the radiology department, and that guide wire shows where the abnormal tissue is or roughly where that abnormal tissue is. But that's, you know, not really ideal for anyone. The woman has a little guide wire protruding from her breast. She has to be transported in a way that doesn't have that move. And the radiologist that puts that in is constrained in how they can put it in. So you can actually have to put it in in a far way entry point to get to the right spot in the breast. So for many years, we've been trying to do a better job of that, trying to find a way to get to that spot better. And part of that has been solved with the ability to use ultrasound in the operating room, but still not everybody can do that and not every lesion can be seen on ultrasound. So this is a new technology that we recently got to present at the American Society of Breast Surgeons meeting. Well, so I am actually one of those people that had that. I had a papilloma removed, Dr. Whitworth, and they did. I had the wire sticking out. They put a little shot glass over it and had to wheel me around through the hospital. And I was nervous. I'm like, don't bump into anything because, you know, you have to be so exact. And I, you know, I was like, look out. There's a wall. Get out of the way. And so I know that it is it is. um it's a little hairy. It's a little uncomfortable. And so tell us about this Savvy Scout, and how is this different? Exactly right. Women will wake up, and, and the thing they remember is that scary part where they, they weren't really even thinking about where they got wheeled all around with a wire in their breast. terrible. This is an attempt to use something that would seem obvious. I mean, you've seen those people on the beach with their metal detector looking for, you know, a buried watch or gold coins or something like that. And so why couldn't we put a little guide uh, marker in the breast and use that, use some sort of detector to find that spot in the breast and that way not have a guide wire and also have a little more direct approach. People have been working on this for a number of years and finally this is 
the result of that work. A lot of people across the country have studied this in the study that we presented recently, and it, rate, it uses radar to help us find that exact spot in the breast, a little marker that is a radar-reflecting antenna, basically a little small radar-reflecting antenna is placed right in the center of the targeted tissue. Wow, that is so cool. And I love the way you describe it as the people on the beach looking for, you know, metal products because it would seem that that makes it easier. So how how does it work now? So we're not wheeled through the hospital with this. Do you do this in the radiology area? Is this in surgery when you're planning to take it out? When does this take place? Or is it something you do in advance of the surgery and they just hang out for eight days or so? Right. For the most part, this is done in advance of the surgery, although in a case where the lesion is ultrasound visible but you need better guidance, you could do it in the operating room once the patient's asleep. But for the most part, this would be done and is done in the radiology department, but it can be done several days before when the patient comes in for her pre-op visit so that that morning of surgery, all she has to do is go to surgery and have the procedure. Wow, that's really cool. Are there any things you want women to know if they have something done a few days before? Is there something they should be concerned about? Can they not exercise? Do they have to be careful? Is is anything like that a factor? We haven't had any restrictions on these folks, and uh, this is a lot like all of the biopsy markers we use. They tend to stay where you've put them, although one of the technical aspects we look at is migration. Is there any movement or has there been any movement of the marker from the target tissue to another location. But that is more about what happens in the radiology department that day. We haven't seen migration of markers after that day, after the patient leaves. So we don't restrict patients between that day and surgery. Wow. And where is this Savvy Scout currently available, doctor? It's presently available nationally, although the uptake at various medical centers may be a little different in timing. It's it's available at about 50 centers around the country now, and the places that don't have it that do this kind of breast conservation surgery, most of them are working hard to get this or I'm sure one of the uh, perhaps competitive technologies that will come along later. So who's doing it? Are, do we, if, if you had to go in and ask about this uh, when you know that you're going to have to go in for surgery, are we asking our interventional radiologist or our oncologist? But it's well, not necessarily really... just for cancer, right? could be for anything you want to remove there. Well, it could be, although presently the FDA approval has to do with breast and it can only be put in seven days before the procedure, but the the, the patient would want to ask her surgeon, if, if a woman is getting breast conservation surgery, she would want to ask her surgeon, can you use this instead of that wire localization approach? And that surgeon would then coordinate with the radiology department to, instead of using the wire localization, to use this Savvy Scout technology. How cool is that? So tell us about some future clinical studies. Are, is it still being evaluated? Well, it's been evaluated in this large trial, and so we are ready to use it. I can tell you that at the present time, the, uh, the company is not planning another big validation study like this one, but there are plenty of surgeons around the country who love to report their own experience, to evaluate how this works in their center and in various uh, applications. So the FDA applications are usually very well defined, although many surgeons are excited about some other possibilities that may come along in the near future, po- the possibility of localizing a lymph node that needs to be removed. And there are some strategies now to get lymph nodes out and certainly putting a wire localization 
um, device in a lymph node is very hard. So this is this is going to allow us to do that a lot better in the near future. And also, in some cases, you have to, you have a wider area of breast tissue that you're targeting, and you need to bookend that area. And so we're looking forward to using this technology to put a little marker on both ends of an area. If we have a wider area, we have to remove. Fascinating. And, and I can see that the further uses might really expand past what we're discussing. And as you say, lymph node, and it is scary for women. In the last 30 seconds or so, give women listening your best hope about making this sort of a more comfortable breast conserving surgery as opposed to and what you're seeing in the future. Exactly. Women will, you know, anticipate a lot of things for that day of surgery. And in the past, they haven't anticipated this extra targeting business. And especially, as you said, going through the hospital with a Dixie cup covering a wire coming out of their breast. So in general, we are moving toward a much friendlier targeting the tissue that needs to be removed, leaving the tissue that does not need to be removed. And we're combining this now with something we call oncoplastic surgery in a lot of cases where instead of doing something where we hope the breast doesn't look worse, we actually do a little mini lift or something to move the breast Dr. Whit- around well, a little bit to make up for it. Whit- Dr. Whitworth, we are out of time, but what a fascinating bit of information. I hope you'll come on again with us. This is Melanie Cole. You're listening to Radio MD. Stay well. <laughs>